Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Uh, today, I have a guest that uh, you may have seen on Instagram quite a lot. He's got a lot of activity going on there, and uh, he draws a lot of attention to his music and his whole profile. And uh, he seems to be actually quite into the music and art scene in our uh, local BC area, which is super sick. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about Dylan Stasiak, also known as Swayziak. Yeah, you know you got me moving and grooving. It's so amusing the way you're moving your body. You got me pursuing. So welcome to the show, man. What's good? What's good? Thanks for having me. Appreciate the hospitality. Yeah, of course, of course. Thanks for being a part of the show, man. Of course. Tell me how you been. How your holidays been? Man, holidays have been good. It feels good to be back with the family. You know, surrounding yourself with other loved ones, and uh, it's been a minute since I've been home. It's been about nine months. So it's good to get back on the home ground and stomping grounds here. So it's nice. Right. You've been in Vancouver for the meantime, right? Yeah, I've been in Vancouver for nine months. Yeah, I took off back there back in March first. I think I moved out there. So I've been grinding out there since. Okay, okay. Yeah. Before we get into all that, I wanted to get into your past a little bit. Absolutely. So, where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I was actually born in Vancouver, BC. Okay. Um, my mama had me when she was young, about 20 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, she we moved back to Kelowna after like a couple months of me being there. So, I actually grew up here in Kelowna. Right. Um, did most of my schooling all the way up to like probably grade six, uh, grade five, grade six, until I went to Calgary for a year when my dad got his teaching degree. They hated the weather out there, so uh, we moved back pretty quickly, right. and I uh, finished off my high school up on the west side of Mount Boucherie. So you've been all over the place. Been all over the place, man. It's been crazy. And then, yeah, once I graduated from there, I took off for four years to Calgary because I thought that's the place to be. Right. Did some stuff out there, and uh, came back, and now I'm in Vancouver past eight, nine months. Oh, I see. Why'd yep. you move to Vancouver? Really, Vancouver for me was just the... Uh, I don't know. I came, I came to a point where I knew that uh, the last two years in Kelowna before I moved to Vancouver, I was uh, trying to give this uh, my music career an actual try. But right. uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware, that the Kelowna scene here is like it's, it's climbing and it's building for sure. But Vancouver is the place to be right now for me to sort of uh, get exposed and get my music out there for sure. So sure. just took the leap of faith. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And what were you doing before music? Before music, I've done everything under the sun, man. Like it's a little bit of a... Of a different story for you. I, uh, my biological father wasn't around when I was younger. He was a musician. He was a phen phenomenal musician. But uh, I uh, was pushed into sports growing up. Right. And so I did a lot of sports growing up: soccer, football, basketball, the whole thing. But because I dabbled in everything, I wasn't professional at anything type of thing. But uh, definitely enjoyed sports. When I uh, came into music was actually when. Uh, I was 18 and I was in Calgary. Um, I just learned the art of freestyling through a good homie of mine, Keston Ross. Right. Um, I was working at the gym at the time. So I've worked at the gym, worked at the bank, started a few companies of myself, failed just a few companies of my own, but it's just all learning lessons and kind of led me into uh, who I am today and why I wanted to just sort of pursue music as like, you know, my day one, like game one. Right, right. Mm -hmm. why, why music though? Because I, I used to be in, I used to do a lot of public speaking when I was younger. I used to be in leadership. I used to, I don't know, I just, I've always been, in, I used to do acting too. And performing has always been something for me that's been so good. Music has always come easy to me, but I never had the confidence in myself to believe that music was my outlet of expression until I really got in my vibe in Calgary for it and I saw it was something I could actually do. Uh, funny story, I, uh, I was working at the bank at the time, uh, Scotia Bank as a teller. And I used to, uh, freestyle to like i used to work in the downtown core in our in our main head office and a lot of the business guys on friday would come down from our corporate levels up top and i used to use freestyle with them when they would come to my teller and then they would love it but my boss would be like you can't fucking do that you can't be doing that like it's not that even they might love it but the 90 year old lady beside you is going like where am i right now right. so i ended up making like a pun song about scotia bank i was like multi-packed and advisors helping you grow your money tree and stuff like that i made a song <laughs> And then, yeah, I ended up performing at all our best of the best celebrations, and it became sort of a, uh, a kind of like, okay, maybe I can do this type of thing. Right. And right. then, so when I moved back, uh, when I was 23, moved back late, early 23, I moved back to Kelowna, and then last two years, I did a few singles and stuff like that, and it just, from there, kept climbing. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, you did drop a couple of singles, and then you dropped your album. When was that? That was last year, correct? Yeah. Or like this I, year? It was it was this it was this August I dropped it. Um, I uh, I used to work with um, uh, Adam at uh, Arc House. Arc House Studios. That's it, one hundred percent. Yeah. So back in the day, I did 
I did a few singles with uh, Clive Fagan, who's uh, been working a lot with uh, Tion Gibbs right now in Vancouver. Yeah, Clive sing- just put out his Christmas song. Christmas song, yeah, yeah and it's so good. Yeah, like he just—it's been a vibe. So I worked with Clive at Joey Colonna here. That's yeah. how I met Clive, yeah. and we did a few things in the like some freestyles in the car and stuff like that. And we always wanted to make music, so. Him, I, and uh, Zach Sosa, known as Dr. Seuss out here. Uh, he's just getting back into the music game a little bit, but a talented individual. We all made a song, uh, If You Know. Yeah. And that was kind of my first uh, single uh, that we uh, we did. It was it was awesome. I had a great time with them. And then uh, I did my own single and then came out with um, some... That was pretty much it for Kelowna for me. And then when I got to Vancouver, I, I actually went to Thailand Let's bring it back a little bit. I when I when I left Kelowna, my plan was I was going to go to Thailand in January, which I ended up going. Went for two months out there. Dope. Did a lot of goal setting for myself. I yeah. uh, went out there and just sort of wanted to really just just give myself some goals to 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 meet. And one was dropping my album, doing a music video, um, doing a few singles. So when I got out to Vancouver, connected with the right people, um, got my album dropped in August, and uh, it's been. Like it's been incredible, man. Like the the amount of people out in Vancouver that have the the passion to just want to expand and collaborate and work. Mm-hmm. The arts is so accepted out there; it's insane. Like yeah, yeah, such yeah. a different vibe. So definitely been a journey, but now here we are. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like the cool thing about Vancouver is that it is so um, it's such a hub for Western Canada in terms of like the artist concentration over Absolutely. there you know it's really wonderful that we have so many people that are wanting to get into all that you know for sure um but uh, i wanted to also before we get into like your style of music yeah. and like the contents of it what were your influences when you were growing up what kind of music did you like so obviously like i think it's it's standard but like M- eminem was a huge influence for me growing up i used yeah. to like i don't know i used to i just got this guy that was just so talented and he had this flow like the difference is that he he definitely holds in a lot of anger and a lot of like a lot of repression and stuff like that but yeah. it's just uh i loved loved him coming into more like i used to li- listen to Lil wayne 50 cent back in the day um obviously biggie and tupac but they weren't the biggest influences on me to be honest with you that was more yeah. like yeah eminem like the young money type thing and then uh obviously drake coming through was huge huge influence for me sure. nowadays like joiner lucas gez logic uh nf i don't know if you heard of nf he's a michigan rapper up and coming very good he's a christian rapper though but it's like his music's he was opening up for logic when he was coming through this tour oh, and like cool. so just amazing artist amazing artist so definitely look up to people like that for sure right 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 that makes a lot of sense okay dope dope did kanye influence you at all yeah definitely obviously yeah yeah for sure his graduation album was like one of the iconic moments for when i sort of jumped on board with with everything he was doing and like obviously i love how he's He's, he is very outspoken, but like you know, he's 100 percent himself, and he he does a whole bunch of stuff for the culture himself. So I I, sure. I, I definitely fuck with him. He's cool for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I uh, I love Kanye's music, man. Like, mm-hmm. man, I've been listening all over the place. Like, uh, 808s and Heartbreaks. I've been listening to Great College album. Dropout all over again. Uh, listening to. Um, like Jesus is a great album. I frankly think that that album is underrated as hell. What was the album called? With like Father Stretch My Hands and uh, Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo was definitely an impactful point in my life. I listened to yeah. that nonstop for a while when that came out. That was pretty cool. I um, think that had that seemed to capture like streetwear aesthetic on a sonic level really, really well. That's tr- what straight I straight up, yeah. You know, I, I remember when it hit. I'm just like, this fits so perfectly into the mold of what is happening right now, yeah. and it just seemed to solidify to me the his whole brand when it came to like his uh yeezy wear like all of the like 100%. all the clothing and everything like that and the aesthetic of the pablo merch and everything i still see people rocking that shit including myself and uh man kanye kanye fucking did it with that he album does. He it's does a weird good. album though but it's great no I'm, I'm into it for sure i definitely i definitely fuck with it he's and he's just his music like the way he can like make sounds from voices into melodies and things like that like he the way he tune stuff and he's so creative he's such a shepherd in like the music producing and stuff like that like i remember what was it um what was that one he did live once with uh maybe it was life of maybe it wasn't life of pablo but there was this i don't know if it was the grammys or something but he stood on stage and oh is there a song called like love love something or 
There's a lot of lo- yeah, less love and Kanye. But it was one of his songs. And he just stood up there with like a, a track pad, a DJ pad, and he just started was making music and beats and all that stuff, just live in front of everyone. And that's when it showed me, I'm like, this guy, okay, he's multi-talented for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's mm-hmm. got a lot going on. So Yeah, no, he... he he really breathes and lives through those like you know all the hardware that he has yeah for sure all those drum machines and synths and everything that guy's crazy so your music your album Mm -hmm. that i've been listening to it kind of deals with a lot of the very um very like real and relatable situations that people can get through in Kelowna or in Vancouver or just even all over the place, you know, like a lot of people, you know, like whether it be relationships or whether it be just self-confidence and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, what, like, what were you, what were you drawing your inspiration from when it came to writing that album? I think when it just comes to my music, like I feel very strongly that some people do, rap and hip hop just because it's cool or because they think it's like it's the next best thing and like yeah. I find that so what they find is they follow these trends of they make music how that how other people are making music. Mm-hmm. For me I, I definitely don't have that regular hip hop type type style. Mine is definitely more the positive, more the more the motivational type thing. And I'm pulling from self experiences. Like if you know me as an individual, you'll know that I'm the most optimistic person in the world. I always always think the best in people. I'm very motivated. I follow my dreams because of that. My life's pretty good. Like I don't, I, I, I count myself very lucky because of that. I manifest a lot of things in my life and I just want to preach to people that, that that's kind of what you can do. Like, and to be okay with myself, like I'm not a guy that's slinging bricks in the trap house. I'm, I'm a young white boy from, from suburban Kelowna that grew up with a good family support, but just understood that my parents also were the nine to five people that, that preached that I needed to do that and through my life that challenged me and stopped me from following some of my dreams because I wanted to either impress my parents growing up or do them right and just sort of realized at a, at a certain age that it's, it's what I want to do and following my dreams and being okay with that and understanding that not a lot of people are going to understand that but you and you're the only one in life to get you through that stuff. So if I can connect with people in that sense and be like, listen, fo- whatever you like, got your mind on, what it, what, like saying I say that's so funny is that like when I meet people it's it's I want to know your passion and if you're passionate about shoveling shit tell me about it because like because everyone is passionate about something but like that's all I want to know I don't care what you're passionate about but if you can if you can really connect with me in the sense like this is what I love that's the type of people I like to fuck with and I I feel like that my music is trying to just pump out being yourself be who you are and be okay with that because everyone struggles through insecurities and shit growing up I did more than anybody for sure too and I Mm -hmm. just once you really open your eyes to what the world's actually about, you can, I live my life a lot better and I feel a lot better about it. And I hope I can just translate that through my music. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was there anybody in particular you had in mind when writing all that stuff? To be honest with you, just myself. Like yeah. I, I, I literally, all these experiences from like my track freedom is like when I went through all my financial troubles in my life, like I, I filed for bankruptcy at the age of 23. Mm-hmm. Like that's something a lot of kids don't go through at that age. And it was just because a few companies I did were sole proprietorships weighed on a lot of my own financials. And like, I never went to business school. I just knew that I wanted to be my own boss or I wanted to do something for myself. And, uh, it ended up being a good learning lesson in life for sure. And I take that and I just want people to know that people go through that. Mm-hmm. I got, here I am like to some people, like people don't, people that know me for sure. Like it, they, they see my Instagram, they see all that stuff and they see the, the change, but people that don't know me might think that my life's just like this fairy tale, great thing. And it's, it's not, I want to, I want to try to connect with my fans in the sense that I'm, I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. I'm no different than you. I have, I have a family just like you. I've gone through the struggles just like you. The only difference, possibly is that i'm chasing my dreams yeah now let's get you to that level too like let's motivate you to understand that you can do whatever the fuck you want in life mm-hmm. and like that's where it gives me music gives me that platform to be that type of person be sure. that for people and hopefully lead them into the, that type of vision yeah yeah absolutely uh what kind of struggle do you go through on a daily basis or what are the things that kind of like you don't obviously have to go too too deep into yeah, this but uh like what 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 do you find is like a struggle for you in like the time and place that you're at right now for me it's it's now understanding that there's a lot of people in my life that no do you know what let me rephrase that it's it's hard for me to now turn away people mm-hmm. i i'm at a point in my life where i'm very selfish mm-hmm. i'm focused on my own dreams right now mm-hmm. and i have to disconnect from a lot of people like a lot of negative entities in my life that aren't negative entities but they're not the people that are pushing me towards my dreams and I need to surround myself with people that are hundred percent that. So yes, I have my, 
have my people that I go out with and I have my people to do that. But like my, my core, my core 30, I call it like those, those people are people that are so supportive and so motivating. And I think the hardest thing is really like tearing your, tearing your people around you. Like who are my mains, who are not. And like, that's hard for me. Cause I'm a very loving person. I want everyone to be my friend and I want to be friends with everyone. I want them to feel comfortable with me, but I got to learn that I can't, I got a lot to focus on myself and I feel like I struggle with being okay to not to say no, I guess. Yeah. To focus on myself a little bit more, be a little bit more selfish. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Um, and when it comes to like current, like music right now, you have a show coming up, a fairly big show at the Biltmore Cabaret. What is that? Like early January, right? Yeah. January 4th at the uh, Biltmore Cabaret. I'm going to be, uh, putting on my first, uh, sort of book gig. I got on, uh, with uh, a booking company and yeah, so this is like kind of my first, uh, full thing as an artist making me feel pretty yeah. pretty pretty in it it feels pretty cool to be honest with you and yeah. uh yeah tickets uh, have been on sale for a while you can definitely check the link out in my bio on instagram but um yeah it's gonna be a good one this but people have been waiting for sure i think when i moved to vancouver i was uh at first it was a lot of it was a lot of talk it was like people i always wrap myself 100 percent. there's like i don't i'm not ashamed of who i am or what i do but a lot of people need that validity and i think over the past year i've shown that I've done, I can do this. I've dropped mm-hmm. an album. They listen to my music. They love it. But what they haven't seen is what I truly believe I am. And that's a performer. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited for me to get up on that stage and let loose and just let these people see my passion behind my words. I want them to feel every word. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to just express that. I think it's going to really open the gate for people to kind of just completely get the belief behind them as well. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So what's your experience been like in playing live? Live for me, it's, it's, it, that's my drug that mm-hmm. I love it. I, I love, I've been one of those kids since day one that loves the center of attention love to be in the spotlight. I did a little bit of dabbling and acting when I was younger and yeah, but yeah. it just wasn't my vibe. Cause I think for the, for the fact of being is that it's hard to pretend to be someone else. Sure. And I think that, uh, people like do it, it's definitely a skill, but for me, I get to be exactly who I am on mm-hmm. stage without any fault or hold back. And yeah, and just having that ability to go on there. So for me, being on stage is very, very natural for me. It's just me being myself, and I, I get excited for it. Obviously, you get those little butterflies before you go on, but I think that mm-hmm. just means you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I perform like uh, Elevate Kelowna was where uh, we created that event, but uh, it was also a place for me to get exposed as well. So I performed there a few times, uh, Portside Pub in Vancouver when I first uh, before I went to Thailand, and then uh, came back and did a few shows just around the city. And now mm-hmm. I'm, re- I'm ready for this. This is going to be a big start for 2019 for sure. Oh, 100. percent Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you mostly just playing? all the music that's already been released? Are you going to be premiering any new music? No, no. I do got a new single on the go right now, um, but uh, it's going to be all of my music that's released right now, plus my new single that just dropped uh, back in November 22nd, um, right. You Don't Know Me. And uh, so it's about a half an hour set. Been putting my practicing my ass off. I got to tell you, every day I've been trying to get this uh, set down fast. So I'm excited to show everybody. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Sick. I'm psyched yeah. to hear it, man. Yeah, it's going to be good. By the way, I, uh, I didn't remember to ask you this at the beginning of the whole show where did your name come from Swayziak? yeah so um when i was like, going through school uh, a lot of, like my last name is stasiak so i don't know a lot of people just call me Swayze. like i don't know why why it came to that but patrick Swayze, i guess was probably a big influence sure he's called Swayze all the time and so when i came to deciding who i wanted to be called by Swayziak just sort of came into terms and uh yeah i feel like it was a good fit and i'm happy i picked that for sure sure you, yeah. you're aware that there's also an electronic duo named Swayzak. Swayzak, i know and yeah. it was so funny when i first started uh posting my music online i used to, i came across that as myself as well and some people actually think that they're like they're like oh is this you and i'm like no no no, no. <laughs> so sorry not not that type but it's okay it's gonna be fine i, I represent myself got that e in there <laughs> right right do you think that you'd like want to change that at all later if if it came to a point where this guy is is going big and i'm and is causing problems and never know but i think it's different and it sounds different so sure i mean like it doesn't really matter how big you get because at some point if there's any sort of contention with your name or whatever um sometimes people are obligated to change like for example yep. rich chiga you know he yep. got a lot of uh, there was a lot of contention based on you know the chiga part of it so he changed it over to rich brian which some people i don't know how you personally feel about that i'm just sort of like uh whatever works for him yep. i personally um don't 
see i am not of the black community like mm. in the sense of like i'm not black i'm i'm i'm, I'm an indian dude mm. um I'm not necessarily like Asian. I'm not like Indonesia. I'm not from Indonesia, just like uh, Brian is. But uh, so personally, I'm not really affiliated in any sort of way. So I was pretty like it could go either way with Bias, me. But yeah. you know, Rich Brian still, you know, that's a that's a that's a good name. Honestly, Brian, it's yeah. endearing in my opinion, uh, based on what his personality is like. But yeah, for sure, for sure. Have you and did you hear about like like rest in peace, Mac Miller? But like um, they uh, easy 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 Mac. Mm-hmm. who uh is now in vancouver um like um it's like easy like mac miller was called easy mac back in the day and there was this feud that they they got into not a feud but just like there was an interview where you hear easy mac being like yeah there's this rapper out of calgary da, 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 that has the same name but like he doesn't care so on and so forth like it's like oh shit have it type of thing yeah, yeah and yeah. so like i i find that like obviously your name is your brand and everything like that yeah if it came down to it, I'd probably fight for it for Swayzeak for sure. Like I think that's yeah. definitely me, but like cross that bridge when it gets to it type of thing. To be honest, I would argue that like your, your music and your face is your brand more so than your name because like, 100%. it's not like rich Brian lost his fan base because he moved, it changed his name to it. And you that's know, totally true. Um, totally true. like there's, there's a, let's say for example, you know, the band him, him. No. Oh, I see. Um, him is this like sort of, do you know what do you know what a hardogram is? Hardogram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they that's their image, the, the hardogram. Him has the hardogram. And I'm pretty okay. sure there was already a band. See, these guys are from Europe. Like, um, I'm not sure what part of Europe I don't remember anymore, but um back in the like early to mid 2000s when they were coming over to the states um they had to change the branding to her because there's already a him in the states. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like um yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think that like your name is your brand. I think that it's more so the music in your face I, that would I carry it through. You sure, know, I don't sure. think you'd lose any brand, any 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 fans at all if you changed your name from Swayzeak to whatever you wanted. I don't think so. I don't think I would either. Unless it was incredibly offensive, but <laughs> yeah, straight up, straight up. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely agree with you in what you're saying for sure. I, uh, the only, the only thing that holds me back is just my like my my feels towards it for sure. Like, yeah, I, I love it for sure, but I. I'm, when it comes when it comes down to it, for sure, I don't think it's gonna come come down to something like that. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. That's but crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's cool too. Like I feel like I can't. I feel for the first time in my life too after so long. Like I've rebranded myself so many times in terms of just what I'm doing in life. Like I I, I find it funny. Like my friends have always been so supportive in in whatever I do for sure. But I've done a lot of things. I've gotten them to want to. When I was opening Elevate Kelowna, they, they're all like I was pushing them at Facebook page for them to go like that stuff, and then I was opening my landscaping company. I wanted them to go like that stuff. And then Yo, what's, I opened, what's explain for the people what Elevate is? Elevate Kelowna. When I was first becoming a, uh, first coming up in the music game, I just realized that in Kelowna there's not much place for young entrepreneurs, young musicians, and young artists to get exposed in this community. So I wanted to create an event that was, in my mind, going to be once a month where it was a five to six hour event where you get to perform live throughout the day while these people come through from the community to see young companies um, showcase their stuff, see young artists showcase their art, but then also get live performances as well. And um, January 15th, 2015, I think was the first one we did. And then we did one again in april of 2016 or something like that i can't get the dates 100 percent, but it was uh it was good i just had too big of a vision for it right now i i went all in put a little too much money down and not enough people showed up for it yet so it was yeah that would you'd require a lot of capital for that because like concerts don't even necessarily go for that long no. you know that'd be like almost a mini festival and to have that every exactly. single month yo the, the capital for that would just be so huge i don't i could totally see why maybe you know for somebody so young it couldn't like be as big as you wanted it to be 100 and then me without any education business wise i'm just like sort of being like as I go, here we go. Let's try to try this, throw this in here. And then at the end, you're like, like the first one we broke even on, which was so nice. Like, we're like, we just hit it. Like, we paid off our bill. But the second one was like, 
we we couldn't we we couldn't do it we just we went too big and like obviously the people that came out and everyone that had it was so amazing like we had great performances and we had a pull through for sure and it, and it was busy for sure but it just wasn't it needed to be double of what it was yeah like i just i was thinking too big and i think i didn't give it enough of a chance to give itself its own rep like mm -hmm. i'm trying to go too big too fast mm -hmm. should have started off a lot smaller but the platform was a good idea and uh but yeah it was literally created just because i need a place to perform too like I, I found a niche that was not getting met by some people and by the community and i was like this is needed here and sure so i think if it was to be done redo i'd do it a lot more meticulously and a lot slower in terms of like letting it sort of build up itself mm -hmm. but it was good it, it was definitely good um yeah so that was that was back in uh about a couple of years ago and then before that i did the landscaping company out in calgary just doing sod man laying out that grass and yeah uh, I knew it was cheap to buy easy easy to uh lay but all the tools and stuff once again just weighing, weighing over my head sure 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 but learning lessons learning lessons man it's good it's absolutely good. by the way you said yo that earlier did, did you work at cactus club no i work at i've worked at uh since i was 18 i've worked with joey restaurants oh that's yeah, okay so yeah that's I worked, it uh, yeah. four years at joey schnook uh Two years of Joey Colonna, and now I'm at Joey Berard in Vancouver. They've oh, I see. Been supportive of me, big big family, and uh, yeah, transferred me wherever I need to go throughout it. So big shout out to Joey Restaurants for supporting this brother <laughs> through music. Yo, okay, I'm gonna just tell you something real quick. Yeah, I've been a vegetarian from 12 to basically this year. I quit earlier this year because okay. I have no good reason to be vegetarian anymore. But yeah. <laughs> see, what I, I loved burgers growing up, and so I'd give every single place at least one chance with their veggie burgers. A lot of misses, a lot of shit burgers out there, but like Joey's hands down has the hey. best veggie burger ever. Yo, I pre people. It's hard to it's hard to tell people that too when I'm serving them. Like, is your veggie burger good? I'm like, trust. Not just being biased because I work here, but like it is damn good. Even for like non veggie burger eaters, you have this. It's delicious. Genuinely, see yeah. the thing about it that makes it so interesting for me is that the patty isn't just made out of black beans, which can get yeah. boring, or just portobello mushrooms, which can weird some people out, you know? Yep. I'm fine with both. But what I like about Joey's a lot is be, is that it's got so much variety and flavor and texture 100%. in the patty in itself. And then what they do to enhance sort of like the experience that you have is that they put in also not just like your regular lettuce, tomato, blah, 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 no. but they put additional stuff like sprouts. Yeah. Sprouts in it makes it a much more of like a varied experience for me. Yeah, and I really like it for that. Avocado cheese, like a Barbary Jack cheese. It's nice. Exactly. Exactly. It can get a little messy, but it's a genuinely like on Perfect. point burger. I would Much love. I Much still love. eat that shit and I'm not even vegetarian anymore. <laughs> that's, that, that's how good it is. I appreciate that, man. I do. I do agree with you. I do agree with you. No, Joey's has been such a big, big point in my life. It shaped me as a man growing up. Like I've been through like from 18 years old, moving into being legal in Calgary mm -hmm. and being in the service industry since then. And like, it's, it's supported me through all my changes in my life and everything I've done. And then to now, it just be, it's literally financed my life for the past seven years. Like it's mm -hmm. been crazy. And I, I'm so thankful for them and the people I've met through that. Mm -hmm. And it gives me an opportunity like nowadays, like with my music, best way to market myself now. People are like, what are you doing out here in van? I'm doing music. They're like, oh crap. Like no joke. I probably get like, I get love all the time from just my tables. And they're, they're, yeah. the ones that are, they're like, where can I check you out? I'm like, go check out the Instagram, check out the iTunes. Like, I probably get four or five a, a night just from the people I'm serving, just Very connecting cool. with them. And like, it's cool. And that's, that's true connection. That's not just yeah. like, and that's what I'm, I'm all about for sure. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to, I like asking, I like wondering about this for people that I interview. Mm -hmm. I haven't asked this very much, but uh, what do you listen to? Do you listen to very much music outside of rap music? Yeah, hundred percent. What do you so, listen to? Like for for me, I, I'm my dad was a big uh, rock star. Like he he loved rock music, and that's mm -hmm. what he did. But I never really got into much rock. Like, like sure. I definitely love like like ACDC, Nirvana, Kiss. Like growing up, all those things. But like I I was like a big like Frank Sinatra fan. Oh, okay. I liked uh, I don't know like like if you think people like Leon Bridges, like that soul. Leon Bridges is dope. Yeah, that, those type of voices are just so. Like I just listen to it and I can just melt and I can be a part of it and like like so people like that. If you're a good singer, fuck, I love it. Like, <laughs> like I, I, it doesn't matter to me if you can connect with me and you, I can hear your emotion in it. Any music's good for me. Yeah. Not a country fan. I can't get a get, get back on that. I don't know. Calgary tainted me. Hey, it is what it is, man. It is, but uh, yeah. Other than that, though, like music for me has been a lot. I love and all depends what mood you're in too, right? Sure. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. 
Yeah. But uh, also, like, something I wanted to... Cool. It's like when I when I got to Joey's when I first moved moved there uh, nine months ago. Uh, There's this girl by the name of Nicole Droder, and she was just bartending or she was just serving at the time. And I was telling her I was in music and all this stuff, and she's a dancer. And she's like, "Hey, yo, like, I have two people I want you to meet." Yeah, okay. And one of them was uh, this uh, girl by the name of Maya Ritchie, and this creative and just inspiring woman she's just so amazing at what she does and she helped co-direct along with uh come on burke kb cuts hey in my, in shout my, out yeah big shout out to this guy uh he they, they did my music video summertime out in van uh, they came okay. out and show face and they helped they like obviously you know his work he is so good at what he does and kamar is amazing uh, at what he does i cannot thank him enough for putting me on the map like that with that video it was so nice so nice yeah i just just good guy too honestly oh yeah honestly nicest guy ever and so yeah i got connected with maya through nicole and then also the biggest hookup of probably me moving out there she hooked me up with malik aka malachi motion and malachi motion is did my whole mixing and mastering and recording for my first album and then done i trying to strictly just buy get his beats off him and, and do my new music off that so i'm uh Good, good buddy of mine, and he is a talented, talented, talented individual. So, definitely blessed to get those two connections when I first started, and it sort of just snowballed into what I'm doing right now. So, Dope. and then yeah, Malachi's out of uh, Paranoid Sound Studios in Port Moody, so that's where I head down to, and that's where we go mix and do our thing. Cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you have coming up for music now? Like, what do you you got any time? Got any time frame for like a new album or a mixtape in the yeah, next so year? My goals. My goals for 2019 is I want to. I have two more goals for performances. Um, I'm kind of like so big. Big artists I look up to and big ups is to Tion. Tion yeah. Gibbs. He's just uh, he's a guy that grinds harder than anybody, and he's got a good work ethic, and he's got a good head on his shoulders, and his music is absolute fire. And so I just. I, I try to support him as much as possible. Um, go out and watch. And I've uh, two two places that I want to perform where he's performed is, is probably my goals. Twenty nineteen is first off Gilton Co. Gilton mm. Co. in Vancouver is been famous. It's been around for a long time, and it's kind of like it, it gives these old school like jazz underground hip hop club. And uh, the presence is good. The the stage is nice and the vibes it gives is incredible. So I would love to perform there and as well as Fortune Sound Club. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's classic. Classic, right? It's, it's iconic. So my goals for this year is obviously I'm performing at Biltmore Cabaret, which is an iconic uh, place, Gilton Co. and Fortune Sound. I want to get at least uh, two more singles out, working out on one right now. And then another one, try to do that Rust vibe for a little bit, just so I can show consistency in my music. And I've also know that even when artists right now drop albums, some of the big time artists, they drop a full album. I'll still only listen to four tracks. So it's like how, how much, like I drop an eight track album, how many people are actually listening to the whole thing and like the validity of what I could get in one track could be the same as an album, right? Just keep out dropping one at a time right now and get the traction through that. People will listen to it. They'll bang it by itself. And then hopefully by summer of, or no, New Year's next year. So a year from now, Hopefully, I have my next album coming out. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So that's what I'm looking so, for. So, like, closer to a 2020 release. 2020 release, exactly. Yeah. Okay. A few okay. singles in between, and then uh, hopefully that will come with uh, some new visuals. I'll do. I'm gonna do a few little, uh, little things. I, like, I like. Have you ever? You know, B Dice. You ever heard of B Dice? No. Uh, B Dice is a Vancouver-based artist. Uh, very talented as well, but he did this thing called um, the Daily Sixteen. Okay. Where he, him in his studio just put a camera up and he just did 16 bars quickly for the camera that were just fire, posted them up. And it's just like something like that. Like, sure. I learned from Malik that uh, it doesn't always need to be a, a big professional production to get videos out for people. And something so simple could still be so impactful as well. Oh, so, oh 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think with my album, I'm going to do a few big videos. But until then, I'm just going to drop little little snippets here and there. Um, try to work on uh, yeah, releasing those singles and then have a big release for 2020. Yeah. You know what I think is a really underrated venture that a lot of people I think should uh, get into? What is that? I think the meme game is like really... Uh, if you want to bring it back. No, listen, man. I think the meme game is like huge in music right now. Like, really? Like, think about it, man. Think about it. Like, think about all the memes that were 
created from Takashi Six Nine. Absolutely. Tons. Think about all the memes created from Kodak Black. Like I'm yeah. a suburban, like that kind of shit. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, memes okay. are like the way to be, dude. Like frankly, if you want to do marketing, memes are the way to be. Okay, Legit. okay. Think about like for example the whole um, Soldier Boy wanting to release his own console. Like come on, Hilarious. come on. Like Hilarious. when was the last time you bumped a Soldier Boy single? Not nah, but, but we're still talking about him because yeah, of that console, straight right? Straight up. Okay, okay. I see you. So okay. So definitely something to think about. Definitely something to think about. <laughs> you better come up with some fire memes, yeah, bro. 2019 has got memes coming from Swayzeak. That's the new thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that'd be so sick. Hilarious. I would, I would genuinely love that. Oh, gotta look into that. That's good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> memes, 2019. Oh, Change shit. the marketing game. Yeah. Change the marketing game. Are you into that? Are you into the meme culture? I, to be honest, not really. Not no? really. I love oh. watching them, but I just. My mind doesn't work like that. Oh, to okay. Like, like I, I think if I was like, he never like, I see like my, my graphic designer, uh, shout out, uh, Fox graphics. Um, she, Lindsay, Lindsay McLaughlin has been, uh, doing all my album covers and all that stuff. And she was just dabbling in the meme game for, for the service industry recently. She had some funny ones that were, that were pretty good. So you never know. I could, uh, you know, collab with her on some of that stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah. This, this year's memes, I th- genuinely think were fire. Like Hilarious. they were so insane. Like, um, 2016 and 2018 were sick. Seven, 2017 was a little bit of a miss, but this year was insane. I didn't know the meme culture was that big that there was like years that they missed and like hit. And well, like, no, like, j- like for me, just, just my perception, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 2016 was insane. Like that's when the Arthur memes and SpongeBob memes came through. Like, yo, like Twitter, Twitter <laughs> like is the fucking best social media platform. Hilarious. Here's, here's my thing, man. Like Canadian social media in terms like it it is so underrated on twitter at least in like this part of the world for me like western canada like twitter like i must be missing something because like i don't i don't know of anybody that's like um consistently on twitter that's like doing the thing except for like teon gibbs and postmodern connection and that's it yeah but yeah man like memes and twitter man like that's how we that's how we would catch up to what the americans are doing and i think that's what's up okay okay yeah that's fine, that's okay. a, it, yeah because it creates like this dialogue of 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 just there's a lot more transparency between you know like people on twitter because just so easy and quick just you know having 240 or 280 characters that you get to just you know communicate with people and share yeah. whatever you want gifts and it's completely uncensored you can get people's straight thoughts to it so fucking quick that's the way to be man in my opinion I like instagram that. is like a great great hub and honestly facebook is underrated too but twitter is what's up genuinely i gotta get on that game because i'm not on the twitter game at all yo. yeah i gotta definitely think and it's funny too like even when i start connecting with like even my my marketing group and like my um my booking agency they always ask for my twitter link and i'm like well, what about my Instagram? Like, they're like Facebook, Twitter. I'm like, what about, I don't got like, my, my, my Instagram game is like where I market most of my stuff from right now and nothing on Twitter. And then Facebook, like I definitely cross post, but Facebook's got no traction. It should, like, that's a great platform. I need to be a part of for sure. Yo, how many people, how many people do you think are on Facebook still? Everyone in the world, man. Yeah, I, think, I mean, but I think, yeah, anybody between like 20 and 50 and higher, dude, there's so much traction there and video content on Facebook is the way to be, man. Okay. Just saying. No, 100%. I'm still learning. I'm still, still, I'm still <laughs> early in the game. It's, it's, it's definitely things like big, big news for me too coming up this year, which has kind of been on the download for a long time is I actually got... Uh, accepted into music school starting january oh shit yeah. congratulations thank man. you brother thank you i uh, yeah nimbus school for recording and media has been a uh, big hub for music over the past 12 13 years in vancouver and uh yeah they've never accepted a hip-hop artist into artist development uh-huh and so i got to be i get blessed to be the first ever hip-hop artist to be accepted into hopefully making myself into a business and branding myself properly and learning about properly working in the studio mm-hmm. learning about and uh stage presence all that stuff and i get an even bigger blessing i think it's called little little light studio or something in vancouver it's a famous studio where like nirvana's recorded kiss recorded the whole shebang and they uh i gotta be in school in that room cool monday to friday five like five days a week for four months and it's just gonna be 
yeah, excited to collab with a lot of students in there. A lot of producers come out of that place and uh, being able to work in the or be surrounded in a community of music for four months. It's going to be hopefully the biggest blessing ever. So, yeah, that sounds like the best time ever. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So that's going to be thing because like there's that's another thing like I was talking about earlier with you. I I got pushed in the sports game growing up. Did mm-hmm. a lot of sports and all that stuff. It wasn't until I was 18. So I never like did music class. So I never was surrounding myself with a lot of people in music. I surrounded myself with a lot of friends that were done in sports and like we were outside all the time. So it's mm-hmm. like my, my passion, what I'm good at is writing and performing. That's, that's me. And so when it comes to the logistics of all this, like, it's just, it's, it goes over my head. Like I pay people to do that. Like that's, sure. that's my vibe right now. So it's gonna be cool to learn a little bit more about music theory and music yeah. writing and all that stuff. And sort of give myself a little bit better of a base, but 2019 is gonna be big i can't wait dope that's a it's a wonderful journey to be on man like i've been doing music my entire life and so uh yeah i know the process is really exhilarating and it's really fulfilling when it comes to like listening to other music because after you've gained that perspective you'll start to really appreciate things that you may have not heard before straight up so it's really cool for that yeah no and he was he was talking to like when I, i had to perform in front of like the directors of education to like see if i was gonna make it into this artist development and a lot of things they said is that through this course, there's some things that they probably 20, 20%, 15% of it is not going to be directed towards hip hop. It's going to be directed to more like music writing and all this mm-hmm. stuff and like, like singers, songwriters. And, and they're like, are you going to be okay with that? I'm like, of course, like I got to learn a different, like, like I strictly do rap, like rap, but like, I would love to learn how to do melodies, maybe courses and like learn the theory behind the Beatles and all that stuff in music and get that sort of like that education. Like that's, that's nothing but positive to me. Have you tried singing before? definitely i like to sing along mm-hmm. with the song and stuff like that you know belt in my shower in the car like definitely like to blare um my dad has a great singing voice do i think i could access like really give it to it yes but my nerves hold me back a lot like my confidence in my singing voice is not there and so it's like i think i need to definitely work on breathing and sort of techniques probably get a little bit of lessons in that but i think one day well can i give you some advice i would love to hear just get some just be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. record yourself and listen to the first time. You're going to hate it. Yeah. Do it again. You'll probably still hate it, but just keep on going and find those little things that you don't like and improve ev- like just, it just improves something. Just like, just be like, Oh, I think, I think holding a note could be better Then I'll try holding a note for a little longer. Or I think I was a little off pitch here. Let me try correcting that pitch. You know what I mean? Very cool. Be honest with yourself. Cause yep. if you want to be a good and better musician slash singer, you have to be honest with yourself that self-awareness sure. is key. I appreciate that. That's definitely that's yeah. definitely true. And like that, another thing too that I can't wait is that like me being in my own place now in Vancouver and sort of having my own hub, slowly making that at home studio too, so mm-hmm. I can just sort of sit down and fuck around with everything sure, and work yeah, into yeah. it too. Like so, definitely excited for for that. And I I do I do know I want to be able to do my courses a little bit, like be able to do a little melodies and stuff like that. And so definitely all the advice and uh techniques definitely probably talk to you more about it afterwards as well. <laughs> sure man no 100%. problem uh great um sweet I, I don't really necessarily have very much else that i that i um have in mind to ask you is there anything that you wanted to sort of state out to the world let the people know about no i think uh i think i just want to like say thank you for first of all for everyone that does support me like i think uh as a, as a new person coming up in the game and doing me, I think my fans and, and the people that do support me see that this isn't, this isn't just because I'm not just doing rap to do rap. Like this is my, this is my outlet of expression and I'm not here to try to prove to you anything or try to be anyone different or any special or be the next Kanye. I'm just trying to be the first Dylan, you know, like trying to do my thing. And, um, the love and support I get, I get shown on a daily basis is, is it makes, makes my heart full. So just big shout out to everyone that's out there and that, uh, constantly, Shows me love. So yeah, really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Sure, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, do you have any questions for me at all? No, nah, man. Like, well, let's like, I'm sitting in the studio right here and you got, you got a whole bunch of guitars and mm-hmm. you got, uh, so you, obviously you play, you've been playing guitar. How long have you been doing that for? Over a decade. <laughs> decade, eh? Yeah, awesome, I've been doing it for awesome. quite a while. And you producing a lot too? Yeah, man. I actually dropped an album with my band called uh, Stay Lush. It was a, it was a, Absolutely. I did a series of albums that were purely for a therapeutic reasons for myself. Um, the first album, um, was, it was amazing. It was about this, uh, situation that I had, um, 
it was basically me overcoming a situation that I had that uh, basically um, was real. It was really fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so me just sort of like powering through that, and then I released Stay Lush was sort of a second part of that first album, which yeah. essentially deals with everything else that came afterwards and before it. So um, nice. yeah, yeah, um, it's it's on Spotify and whatnot. It's called Stay Lush, sure. or even if you go on a YouTube and you type in Stay Lush, it'll literally be the first thing that comes up. 100%. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I've been I've been doing music for like over a decade, man. I've I've known I wanted to do that shit ever since I was like a kid for as long as I can remember. Um, and uh yeah no when it comes to like doing music i i do it uh for myself because it's super fucking fun i love everything about music man so yeah no all these guitars except for this black one are all mine dope man so yeah i I love doing it man it's it's a lot of fun and it's really fulfilling there's something there's something incredibly uh wonderful and like transcendental from just like this physical experience of life i think it music is a really beautiful thing yeah and you know what community it's it's a community man like i've never felt like have you ever heard of maslow's hierarchy of needs oh yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, yeah, so like i feel like the sense of like obviously security and shelter being like number one and then the sense of community and then success and self-awareness but like the what music gives me is that sense of community i always feel like i'm part of something like Mm -hmm. there's like as soon as i find out someone's doing music or doing whatever their vibe is i feel like right away i have this connection that that's stronger than just being like hey oh you like blue i like blue too like mm-hmm. it's like the community that backs music is something because like first of all the the emotion music creates is mm-hmm. is so raw within yourself so mm-hmm. so music is so it's like a it's like your true love growing up and all that stuff you just love everything about it so then when you can relate to someone else that's just as passionate and does the exact same thing i feel like it can create such a vibe and, and comfort like here i am with you just met you uh, like under an uh, over an hour ago and i feel like like right away we're connecting more than i yeah. talk to some people that i've known for a long time right yeah it's just, absolutely it's just the vibe of it and, and that was a big thing elevate was all about it's like community creates culture and here mm. we are for the culture canada baby this is yeah what that's what's so up that's what's big up shout out to that for sure thank you thank you thank of course, you brother. yeah no it's uh no i'm really happy to be doing this you know i think it's really cool to have somebody i obviously like you're you're very uh interconnected between the you know in the scene here i mm. know you like to get out there and really like show yep. your support and appreciation uh you are supporting uh postmodern connections latest post uh, about their new music video memories that is about to come out and so uh, yeah no i see that you're a part of it and i'm glad to have you a part of this because appreciate you're that. such a staple in it right now appreciate so that. Appreciate that. um yeah no i appreciate you man it's it's great it's a, it's a great time here mm-hmm. no for sure i feel like and, and when it comes to support too is that people think like especially uh, this is something i'm very passionate about is that why I show up for other people is obviously without like you're going to have people that are going to be your fans for sure. Mm-hmm. But the people that are, should be coming out to these events or whatever you're doing should be other people that want people to come out to their events. So what it is, is this community that's like, mm-hmm. I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Obviously go to the people you support and you love and everything like that. But I do it because even regardless of if it's going to, cost me some money or whatever it's that i know going there is going to help build the community of support and and supporting someone doing what they they love is what you should be putting your money in anyways i will i'll go to anyone that's doing like their shows like postmodern connection was like they like tega i i've known for a while when i was first doing my elevate and like i connected with him quite a bit and he just it's cool to see the transition and what they're doing. And like, if I could support them any way through, I would love to. And like, and same with rare breed culture. Like I've, I've known Camachon and, um, Gal for like ever. And like, and, and Jordan Brogio and Cam Brogio and the whole boys from BNA. And like, just, that's a family that's, that started and they're doing it right. You know, they're, they're vlogging every day and like, mm-hmm me posting me doing all that stuff is because i want them to be just as successful as i want to be and i know that they they're going to support me just as much as i'm going to support them and so yeah. it creates this by just stepping outside your comfort zone because a lot of people are selfish these days man like i'm telling you how many times people have asked me to show up for something for them and i, I go and do it because i want to support the community and then that's it that's it was just a selfish thing and like they don't they don't care about nothing else and it's like you these people that i i post about and everything is i post it because they Po- they, they give back man they, mm-hmm. they're just as supportive as i am and so sure I'll, I'll fuck with them to the end like i think that's cool man yeah yeah definitely i mean the thing about it too is though that like um i think that genuine genuine kindness is 
being able to do it for somebody and not expect anything back. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Because the thing about it is when you don't expect anything back, there's no expectation of, um, expectation to be reached that'll otherwise get disappointed. You know, 100%. I, when it comes to just doing it, you just do it for the sake of the love of it. Not necessarily that you'll get it back because you know mm-hmm. that because nobody's entitled to anything. There's no entitlement to anything. And no one owes at all. you anything. So, yeah, exactly. So just doing it for the sake of, um, the love of it, I think is, uh, much more important. And that's what I'm trying to say is that like, they, they came out for me and supported me at the start with no expectation of coming back. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they didn't say like come out. So I'm showing my support for the thanks and everything. Cause like, I, I truly do support them and, and they, they have done, they've backed me and my company elevate when I first started rare Beat and all those boys, they came out, they showed up like, you know, how hard it was to try to me at that time, 23 years old, talking to artists that have never seen me before being like, Hey, like I'm this, I got this company. Like I want you to come down and perform da, 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 da. And they're just like, who the hell is this kid? And like, yeah. these guys just backed me without any, anything. And so it's like, I'll forever in my heart feel that, that I'll support them to the day I die. Like that's just, that's, mm-hmm. and watching them grow is, is everything to me. It's so cool. Sure. So cool. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I meant in the terms of it's, 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 they did it for for no not ask for anything back now it's my turn to give back yeah there you go yeah yeah that makes sense okay dope dope awesome man uh where can people find your music and what are your plugs for the social media game yeah so you can find it spotify itunes title google play the whole the whole shebang for streaming platforms uh how do you spell swayzeak it's s-w-a-y-z-e-a-c-k swayzeak and you can go at swayzeak on instagram yeah itunes spotify the whole shebang dope yeah man dope cool man um great uh any last words no man just once again thanks for the hospitality and i really appreciate you doing this this is is gonna be i I like to be even sort of the start of the wave here i'm sure you're gonna have some as the time goes on some big people come through this place man and you're gonna start talking to some really we'll see man yeah see where it goes the world can be a really strange place we'll see what happens (laughs) never know but yeah yeah. yeah. but thank you thank you for coming by i appreciate your time awesome yeah yeah um and thank you to all the listeners uh we really really appreciate your time make sure that you check out dylan's music at swayziac on itunes spotify title whatever your choice may be and make sure that you also follow us at for the culture canada on spotify on apple podcasts on uh anchor and uh everywhere and make sure that if you do follow us on um on the apple Podcasts app leave a nice thank you we would really really appreciate that or just leave a nice review or and or and just you know give us five stars and uh let us know that we're doing a good job because we because that helps us show up so so much we already got like 14 reviews and oh my god like seeing those reviews it just makes me so fucking it makes me want to melt it's so amazing thank you so much for all that and make sure you follow us at for the culture canada on facebook and on instagram um i know i was talking about twitter and all that stuff i actually do have a twitter account but like i'm having some like issues with that so i'm getting that sorted and um yeah um Please let me know what you think of the show. Please come out to the shows that uh, that do get put on by Kelowna Concerts and all those other people as well. Because Support local. Exactly, exactly. It makes our community thrive. And uh, when they win, we all win. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, y'all. Much love. Everything about my life I love. Always with my crew, no plugs. Like an angel that was sent from above. My family, my friends got my back one love. Everybody supporting me from the start. As they watch me go for the glory. Just follow my story. Walking around with the goose, say you know it's a 40. Everybody wanna see me succeed, so you know I can't fail. No, I can't fail. No energy was ever given to the postman with the hate mail. No mail, please. Cups up, I got the holy grail. If I fall, I always prevail. Set a warrior, I'll go full scale.